Yo, yo, yo. It's your king, J. Bitter B. And this morning, we're going to talk about the Haitians that cross the United States border. Tell me what you think. It's your king. If you come to the United States illegally, you will be returned. Your journey will not succeed, and you will be endangering your life and your family's lives. This administration is committed to developing safe, orderly, and humane pathways for migration. But this is not the way to do it. We are very concerned that Haitians who are taking this irregular migration path are receiving false information that the border is open or that temporary protected status is available. I want to make sure that it is known that this is not the way to come to the United States. That is false information. constantly assessing circumstances on the ground. Obviously, the Secretary of State and the Secretary of Homeland Security are the ones who would assess uh, circumstances like TPS status, which would be one that we granted and, and adjusted over the course of the last several months to account for circumstances on the ground in Haiti. I don't can't make any predictions of that, uh, but I would just reiterate that uh, obviously our objective here is to not just work to address the circumstances, which are very difficult in Del Rio, but also to continue to work with the officials in Haiti to improve the conditions, to provide assistance. We're doing all of these pieces at the same time. It is not just one at the same time, but I can't predict for you what an assessment uh, would look like or what the outcome of that assessment would look like. On the, on the photo, I know you said that you're still assessing it, but just to, to add, if this is what we see, is, the, is it the president's stance or, or the White House's stance that whoever these border agents are using what seems to be whips on migrants, that they, that they would be fired or at least never be able to do that again? Uh, of course they should never be able to do it again. I don't know what the circumstances would be. It's obviously horrific, the footage. I don't have any more information on it, so let me venture to do that, and we'll see if there's more to convey. Karen, go ahead. I, I think, April, I absolutely understand your question. I think I've been very clear about how horrific the footage is. I don't have more information. As a U.S. official, it's, I have a responsibility to get more context and information. Some of the Haitian migrants at the border told VOA that they were treated worse than their Spanish-speaking counterparts, that they were denied the chance to change clothing, that they were not given adequate information on their deportation or their deportation status. And we had one guy say to us, it was like being in jail. No food, nothing. You know, what is your response to this? Is this possible? 
policy. And then just secondly, um, Haitian Americans say that this mass deportation and this treatment of, of people at the border is, is uh, the president going back on campaign promises to their community. In which campaign promise? Uh, <laughs> to help them um, kind of get over some of the challenges facing Haiti and also to help people migrate to the U.S. Well, the president committed to extending temporary protected status to Haiti, which is something he did. And he extended that, we extended that to a longer period of time to account for the turmoil on the ground following the assassination uh, on the ground of their leader. So uh, that was the campaign commitment that he made. But I think we, I can assure people that that is not our policy. Obviously, uh, any circumstance where individuals are not treated humanely, uh, whether they are coming to our border or not, is not in line with the Biden administration policies. Uh, this is clearly a very challenging circumstance on the ground, one where we have worked under our Department of Homeland Security to uh, expedite surge resources, which includes um, World Central Kitchen bringing in meals, the American Red Cross bringing in much needed resources to the population. Uh, these are all steps we've taken from a humanitarian perspective. It does not mean that every individual, uh, that there aren't individuals as are, as you evidence that didn't have experiences where they did not have access to these resources. But our policies to provide resources is to, to uh, treat people humanely, but we also need to implement what is our law and what is our uh, and what that is implementing Title 42 uh, and continuing to um, to um, uh, ensure that people who are not coming here lawfully are, are sent back to the countries they came from. We are. Yo, 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 it's your king. J Bitter B. What up, people? What's up to all my kings, queens, and everybody in between? Habaria Asabuhi. That means good morning in Swahili. So, today is Sunday on this beautiful, beautiful St. Louis Day. Like, it feel good out here. You know what I'm saying? So, this morning, I figured I, you know, instead of doing a stogie, talk this morning we'll say that for later on tonight but i have a lot of topics to talk about tonight so i've said let me give some of my people something in the morning so they can listen to on their ride to work before church before um your Risha celebrations before any prayer before any maybe i can get up early before y'all and give y'all something <clears throat> but this was a topic that was heavy on my mind you know i know y'all heard the intros like all that stuttering, well, all that stuttering that the press uh, secretary did um, for the administration, the current administration, is crazy. You stuttering left and right. You can't answer the direct question when it comes down to basically why was black people getting treated different than anybody else. You, we, like you, we have to jump on horseback. Excuse me. Like. You know, these these racist white people have to jump on horseback to handle black immigrants. Remind you of slavery days, right? It's it's a it's a sad situation. But again, to us, to us in the diaspora, we this this is this is regular shit. This is this is this is expected. If you have a group of us outside, you know. It's going to be a horse somewhere because we're dealing with a racist system. And again, these 
Okay. So if y'all listened to the clip before, you know, these Haitian immigrants, they went, they were scattered across after the earthquake that happened in Haiti, um, like in 09, 010, something like that. But the earthquake that happened, it, it, it diminished their homes. It, it broke down their homes. So they, some of them went to Brazil, some of them went to Mexico. Um, some of them went everywhere. They just scattered about everywhere, you know, um, and then so they was gone from their homeland for about 10 years. And, you know, so when the United States government says, OK, well, you're escaping from asylum and also you have this earthquake. You come over here, you know, what I'm saying we don't care. You're getting deported back to a country that you may not be familiar with. Like you've been gone and removed from your country for about 10 years. 10 years. And a lot of people say they want to come down to it. Dropping them Haitian immigrants into back in Haiti is almost like dropping a surviving victim into a burning house. And that's understandable. And then plus some of them people don't even recognize Haiti no more. A lot of their places have been, you know, um, gentrified or colonized or stolen. They can't even go back to it. You know, with the presidents getting assassinated and everything over there in, in Haiti, gangs taking control, people are scared, all that. You know, um, why would you want to deport them? How is that a better life by deporting Haitians, Haitian immigrants back to Haiti where the country is struggling? It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, you already treat us crazy. You already treat the Haitians crazy. You know, you treat them like less than human already because you see a skin color. And then to take them and put them back into a country that I'm familiar with is crazy. And then for you to know what's going on in Haiti and say, we need, well, I don't give a fuck what's happening in Haiti. You ain't welcome over here. Go back. And then to have these strong racist white motherfuckers get on TV and say what they said. Oh, well, you can get deported as mass as possible. And, you know, anybody that comes over to this country, no, it's a danger to you and your family. What does that mean, dog? What does that mean, doggy? Huh? What does that mean? Like, what you mean is a danger? Like, like they, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, one of the worst pandemics known to man before us and a lot of times after us, the worst currently, the worst pandemic known to man is white racist people. That is the worst pandemic that we have ever experienced and currently experiencing on an everyday basis. White racist people, period. They go to other countries. They say this is bad. They kill leaders. Then they take a piece of their country and make it, call it South Africa. Oh, let's call it the better half of this country, this country, that country. And they kill the inhabitants of it. And or they slave them and tell the native people of that country that they can't have. And it's called apartheid. And they don't reap no no benefit, they don't reap no repercussions of anything that they do. Listen, shout out to the Haitian brothers. Shout out to the Haitian brothers and sisters over there. Because I, I, I can't imagine what you guys are going through. I can't imagine it. I cannot imagine the terrifying feat that y'all are going through. Y'all went from one country to another one, seeking asylum in America because they told y'all that, you know, this is the land of milk and honey or whatever, you know what I'm saying, the best place on earth. Listen, 
I'm, I'm, United States does is the best country to live in currently. You know, but at the same time, they it's not the perfect country. <laughs> they they can give a fuck about black people. They can give a fuck about black people, and then especially you you immigrated over too. Yeah, they they can give a fuck. They can give a fuck, and it's a sad situation, and it's a sad situation that you know they have to make that dis- decision because of the situation they're going through in their country or in the country they not, wasn't a part of. You know, the Mexican government said you know you got to leave, or the Brazilian um, government said you got to leave, and they was treating them like they was second-rate citizens or not people as well. So they came over to America. In hopes that they treat them better, and then before they, I mean, once they get in the country, they're in the country now in Texas, under living under a bridge. They says about fifteen thousand of them. So once they get here, they already struggling for food. You mean to tell me, y'all in Texas, and y'all struggling to eat? People are dying of starvation. Like the border patrol agents, what are what are y'all job? What what, what is y'all job? Is y'all job just to be racist and keep people out, or is your job to be like, okay, well, this is the area that y'all gonna be in. We'll bring y'all supplies. We'll bring y'all supplies, food, everything y'all need. But y'all, y'all got to stay right here until we get papers. You know, you get papers. You get all this other stuff. Your job isn't to get on horseback and whip motherfuckers. Okay? Once they cross that border and get into this country, because remember, once they cross the border and get into this country, it is what ICE's job to find them and, and get them out of here. The Border Patrol agent is literally supposed to ride the border and patrol the fucking border. Patrol it. Patrol it. You know, y'all ain't supposed to what, harm. Oh, no, you go lock these motherfuckers up and then deport them. But y'all, y'all are doing so much extra when it comes down to black Haitians, black people, when they get here. It's not right. It's not right. You know, America is the land of the free home of the brain. Listen, you racist white motherfuckers, y'all came to this country and stole everything. Y'all stole everything and said, this land is your land. Stole it from Indians. And then you brainwashed most Americans say Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus discovered it. And that's just the way it went. Discovered it, you know, um, okay, we start living here. That's it. When, in actuality, Indians was hurt. You know, the native people was hurt. They came over. I mean, they was already over. Black people was over here too. Don't, don't get that misconstrued and say that we just was stuck in one place. No. But they came over, wiped out the whole people, pushed them to reservations now. When the last time you seen an Indian? When the last time you seen a Native American? It's very few of us who even see Native Americans. That's real. But so when it comes down to Haitians and these people seeking asylum, I mean, damn, y'all got to have better laws. Maybe, maybe when it comes down to Border Patrol, ICE, all these people who protect the border, maybe they shouldn't look mainly like white people. Maybe they shouldn't look mainly like the people who came over here and conquered, who stole this land and told its inhabitants that they don't belong here. Maybe they shouldn't look like that. Maybe you should have a couple Haitians in the border patrol. Maybe you should have a couple of people. If you look at whoever's seeking asylum, look at that list and have some people to represent each category. And I'm talking about in main figures that can actually make decisions. Hmm. Look at these people and say, hmm, okay, well, these people, these people, these people, okay, cool, we need to hire some of these people to get a better understanding. That's easy. That will that will solve the solution. And I'm not talking about them that feel like they owe you a favor. You have to vet these people. And how you gonna vet them? Get more 
Haitian people to agree. Get more Jamaican people to agree. Get more Islanders to agree. More black people to agree. To get these people in position to make that better decision. To, a better decision to have these people come in coming to America. Because remember, the top look like racist white people and the bottom look like racist white people. The people who say, write the note and say, hey, hey, they can get in here. And also the people who keeping them out is racist white people. Like, so when it comes out to these Haitians, you got to understand, you know, we support you. I'm sorry that what y'all are going through. You know, I'm sorry what y'all are going through. Nobody can imagine the devastation feeling that y'all must have. Y'all was living over there, chilling, doing what y'all do. Uh, earthquake came over and knocked everything down. Now you got to seek asylum from one place to another. And... You come over to this country in hopes of a better life, and then this is how you get treated. This is sad. This is a sad situation. And everybody that's involved, everybody that's involved, if y'all not mad as a motherfucker about the situation, y'all not doing anything y'all best to bring attention, the least attention to the situation, you part of the problem. But this morning, you know, this is a, a coffee morning. You know, we chilling out here. You know what I'm saying? Just had to get it off my chest. That shit was crazy. You know, but stay tuned later on for um, part two. You know, I got a lot of more stuff to talk about later on tonight. You know, but you can't wake everybody up. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. It's your king. Stay tuned. Because tonight, we're going to drop a podcast around 8, 9 o'clock. It should be in your phones. Or if you definitely subscribe, you should get the chime. Stay tuned. We got a lot more to talk about. This is just the first half. It's your king. Yo, yo, yo. It's your king. J Bitter B. From the Stay Mad Podcast. Listen. All it takes is two fingers, a finger, whatever you got to do to share. That's all we ask for. And I'm not just talking about us as in people, but I'm talking about us in the black community. All we ask for is your support by pushing a button. We ain't out in these streets no more handing out CDs. Some of us are because we hustlers, but we ain't out in these streets handing out CDs no more. All we asking for is a share link. It goes a long way. We in the community. We trying to make, uplift black voices. So if you can help uplift the black voice, uplift the black voice, sh- listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. It's the Stay Mad Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Stay Mad Podcast on Instagram. It's your king.